man, I think we missed the music today, guys. I didn't hit it fast enough, but welcome to episode five of the Pack Homer podcast. I'm Cal Parker with my two best buds, Adam and Wes. And today we got a special guest, Mr. Alex G uh, from IPS. Uh, going to talk a little bit of baseball. It was hard uh, this week to get the pod scheduled. Um, we're actually shooting this on a Sunday morning uh, after uh, me, uh, Wesley, and Adam all have very uh, conflicting travel schedules this week. So the pack so far is four and zero on the week, uh, up three to three to nothing in the uh, four game series with Townsend. They'll play game four today, and we had a win earlier in the week um, against uh, Queens. So uh, hoping that we we put together a five and zero week. The pack gets to nine and two. Uh, before we get going, though, I'm going to let Alex introduce himself. I think he's probably more well-known in the PAC community than we are. Oh. Uh, but uh, I, I knew him, I'm sure, before he knew me from uh, following my IPS. So, Alex? Dude, yeah. I'm st- uh, stoked that you guys asked me to come hang out with you. Um, I, I've been texting you, Cal, back and forth. Like, I'm just glad there's people out there trying to talk about NC State baseball. It's, uh, you know, weirdly, I get a reputation, rightfully so, I guess, as a football guy over on Inside Pack Sports. Um, which is true. I, I played a little, played a little ball, coached a little ball, but I am not shy about telling people that my favorite college sport to watch is college baseball. So it's it's my favorite thing to follow. I've, I take a lot of pride in telling people I've watched every pitch NC State has thrown since 2020 when the darn season got canceled. Um, but yeah, man, fired up to be here. You guys have been killing it. Excited to to jump on. No, no, appreciate you joining us. I told these boys I was a little bit worried if we get you because. Uh, after the Hawaii series, you know, last week's podcast was a little dark and gloomy. Um, but we did bounce back and throw it a little better this week. Uh, you guys want to talk about it? Let's start a little bit talking about the first couple of games of this series. Um, I would say that, uh, the walks have mainly come from Townsend. Uh, yesterday, uh, that was hard to, hard to watch. What were you, what were you texting us there yesterday, Wesley, in the game when they had walked like seven or eight guys in a and nine batters or something. And I ne- never really seen anything like it. Uh, it was, uh, you know, I almost felt sorry for those guys <laughs> that they couldn't get it across the across the plate. Adam, did you get to watch much yesterday? I watched some yesterday, the, the second game. I didn't get to watch a lot of the of game one. I, I was following along, um, as as you can probably tell, whoever's watching the video. I'm I'm traveling down. Uh, coming in live from I-95 southbound today, so uh, I'm not sure how the connectivity is here in rural South Carolina, but uh, we're giving it a go. But, yeah, same way. I think I text you guys at one time. I think (laughs) combined uh, between both teams, we were on pace uh, for the day for 68 or 72 walks, I guess, um, depending on how you looked at if we were going to play eight and a half. But I'm not thinking about the, the, uh, you know, the – run ruling them um but yeah that was that was pretty tough to watch same thing you know i kind of kind of wonder about who we're going to see today you know um who they're going to have to run out there obviously coming off the uh the sunday game in hawaii uh ryan marone i think he ended up with uh like three in the third innings five walks one strikeout so Kind of excited to hopefully see him bounce back today, um, get it across the plate, kind of like the other guys have done so far uh, in the in the four games you mentioned this week. So nice to be on a on a five game winning streak. 
hopefully uh hopefully get to add another today so uh keep the keep the momentum going there um you know just like i would argue just like hitting you know pitching is contagious too in baseball so um so hopefully uh the guys will continue on today and and, uh, keep throwing strikes Alex, did you make it out to the ballpark yesterday? So my family and I made it to game two, which we ended up there late because it was supposed to be a 4.30 start. Uh, game one got over early, and I understand I'm moving it up, not, not making everyone wait around. But I was in the park for game two. Were you? Did you make it out to the ballpark yesterday? I did not. I wish I wish I could have. Um, I, got, I had a little bit of an obligation at 4 o'clock that I had to match up as well. So I was I had the baseball game on the big screen and was watching the darn basketball game on the little one. You gotta gotta be able to at least talk about that a little bit. I don't want to talk about it here though. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So able to watch on TV and the, you know the coverage, the, the camera coverage that we get is pretty good. This this poor kid for Towson, I was looking it up while we were talking. Um, you know, I think he, the starter had five walks um, in two thirds of an inning, gave up six earned runs. I think there were. Like you could also throw in, I think the count was five pass balls slash wild pitches um, that moved runners up. I mean, the 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 first out he got was on a a darn rocket that hit the backstop that Souls got stuck between second and third. Um, you know, kind of stuck in between. Do I advance? Do I go back? And the catcher made a good throw and a good tag. But I was just looking looking back at this kid's stats. Like, whew, he he hasn't made it out of an inning all year for Towson and uh, has seven walks on the season and three appearances. Um, in one and two thirds innings total pitched. That's just uh, that's a that's a tough look. So I, I'm kind of with you, Adam. Like, what what the heck are we gonna see here in about two hours? What's yeah. left? Um, yeah, what's left? What's left? But I tell you, it's it's good, at least in my opinion, that you know, state. I think, and I've listened to you guys talk about it, and I, and I, I caught the joke about um, you know, how y'all were leaving UConn and. Thought, oh, UConn football is pretty good too, and then they went. What I think they might have been winless the rest of the way out. Um, <laughs> I, I fell in that trap also. Their quarterback got hurt. I, I do think they could could have won maybe two more games if their quarterback hadn't gotten hurt. But, um, you know, comparing that to what we've seen from baseball this year, I do think VCU is pretty good, um, and I, I think they're going to make some noise in the Atlantic Ten. Um, and I was I was impressed with whatever we were able to to scour up from from the the tape we saw from Hawaii. Um, I thought they were super patient at the plate. Now that was paired with us being a little wild with our arms, obviously, and, and you know the walk issue was was real. Um, but I thought they had a really good approach, and uh, I'd be interested to follow them the rest of the season as well. Um, I know VCU just smoked. I think it was Maryland um, either this weekend or in a midweek. Um, so the, the better those teams can be, I think the better state's going to look in the RPI. I know how important that is, but all that to say. I'm glad we didn't kind of ease into it, but having this series against Towson, who admittedly is not as good as those two ball clubs, right before you you open up with Boston College, who's a sneaky tough team to play, you know, get the bats hot. You mentioned pitching being contagious. Like I think this is, state's putting themselves in a good spot going into next week if they can, you know, maybe get one more run roll today. Let's see why not. Yeah, I. Uh... So I've been following Hawaii since that series. I don't know if anyone saw on Twitter. They actually had a batter get ejected this week for celebrating a walk. Um, so <laughs> that is definitely part of their culture that's ingrained in what they do there, that they're going to battle you at the plate and they're going to work, you know, work deep in counts and, and try and try and draw walks. And I did look and 
I think I might have read this on IPS where Alex said what everyone walks them a lot, you know, maybe not as many times as we did, but even in the old mill series, they, they drew a lot of walks. Um, so I was, you know, I was very critical last week. I still think rightfully so, but maybe not as, uh, uh, may, maybe not as, as understanding of, of what Hawaii does at the plate is, is pretty, they're pretty tough to pitch to because they're very patient, but, uh, this week. So I'll start with the midweek game. Then we'll talk about Friday's game. It was the only one with uh, any real excitement in it thus far, uh, as far as it being a competitive ball game, but we played Queens in the midweek. Um, we did see Chance Mako for the first time. Cooper Consiglio, who did come in at, um, in Hawaii, made his second appearance, got his first win. Uh, he went four innings. Uh, and then we saw Chance Mako, Wynn Scott for the first time, Jacob Halford for the first time, Camden, Camden Wimbush, and then uh, Derek Smith finished that game, a game that we uh, ended up, I think the final in that one was 17-2. to two. So uh, Queens is a program that is, is new to Division One baseball. Uh, I think they're in their second or third right. year playing a Division One schedule. But uh, again, you know, good for us to get out there and swing the bats. Uh, ran a lot of different guys out there. Got to see uh, a, a bunch of a, a bunch of different faces. Uh, Drew Lamphere hit a couple of home runs. Uh, Amac hit another one, and uh, really a pretty pretty well pitched and well played ball game from from our side. We we had three walks in that game, and we drew eleven at the plate. So that was. Uh, refreshing to see. Um, so we won't talk about that one too much, but let's move to the uh, to the to the Friday game this week. That was one uh, I don't know if anyone saw. Duke lost to Akron yesterday. Uh, so you talk about you know anybody can lose to any anyone in baseball, and that's what makes it such I think, a uh, UMass got UVA also. I think right. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think so. They took them on Friday. They had to walk them off in the tenth. UVA in the tenth, and then I think they got them yesterday on Saturday. So the game on Friday, the, the the only exciting one so far in the series, uh, one that really um, Sam Highfield, I thought, I thought, threw the ball uh, the best that he's thrown it all year. Um, I think what did he have in that ball game? Uh, was it was it just one walk? I think in that ball game, is that right? Um, I think that's right. Someone correct me if I I'm wrong. I think that's but... right. I thought I thought it was five Ks and one walk. Yep. And five innings of work, you take that. Yeah. And so it was good to see him back in the zone. And then the game, though, we just kind of let him hang around, hang around, hang around. Uh, and then we uh, – I think it, it was a first and third situation in the eighth in a 5-3 game where um, I know we used to do this and when I was coaching trying to steal a run. Basically, they early broke from, from first on purpose uh, to create a rundown. Um, they got a run down between first and second. We got the final out of the inning, but they stole a run from us there. I think that's right to make it a, a five, four game. And then in the, uh, top of the night, we, um, we kind of kicked it around a little bit, threw one away and they tied the ball game. And so we go five, five into the bottom of the ninth. Um, and it was Lamphere, right? Lamphere was up. Yep. Yeah. Hits a backside double, and uh, we escape that one, um, and and win uh, six to five. Uh, any anything else, guys, stand out from that game? Um, I hate to. This series has been so ugly that honestly, uh, just trying <laughs> trying to talk through it is. <laughs> there's there hasn't been a whole lot to talk about other than that one. Anything you guys saw in that game? Uh, encouraging, other other than the well, Sam Highfield story. 
Well, I think other than, you know, we let them hang around, like you said, but I guess one of the advantages to uh, to that game is the the end of game situations that we, we saw in the series. So I think you take, you glean that at least from the situation where we, we bring in some guys to close the game and, you know, we experienced that before before we open up conference play next weekend. Yeah, I think there was back to back situations in the in the bottom of the ninth where Serrano squared around a bunt, got hit on the back leg, and then Pennington laid down a bunt. That was pretty good. I, th- I think we had yeah. a joke uh, in a text chat going about you don't see you guys that big. That that one on the bingo card. It so, wasn't on my baseball bingo card to see no. Garrett Pennington. <laughs> and no, I'll tell you guys. You know, obviously, y'all heard enough now. We all love uh, Elliot Avent. We're big Avent fans, but I've always fussed at these boys. I'm like, we never bunt. Like, we got to learn. We got to play a little more small ball and then get runners on first and second with no outs there in the ninth. And Pennington, who it's hit the I ball think, harder than anybody on the team. Yeah. What did you say? He hit yeah. one yesterday, like 106 exit velo, and he's yeah. squaring the bunt with a runner in scoring position <laughs> and two outs. But, you know, I liked it. We put him on second and third, and then uh, Lanfear comes up and and hits one backside to win us the ball game. And, uh, I, I, will, I will say for Towson, though, the uh, the one kid that came in and pitched uh, in relief on Friday night, I was jokingly calling him Reebok, but I think it was Reebok. Um, mm-hmm. He did look good for them. Um, I don't think he allowed, but maybe one hit and like four and a third. Um, I can't remember his final stat line, but that was what way he was trending. And he might he might have been the one that that uh, that gave up a couple there in the eighth. But for it for an extended period there, um, kind of an extended relief appearance. He he was kind of the one bright spot I would say that we saw in their pitching. Um, yeah, he went four innings, one hit. Yeah, four innings, yeah. one hit, one earned run. So he he definitely kept us at bay for a while. The announcing crew was talking about how he was a. I don't know if he was their Friday guy last year or not, but he was in their starting rotation. They moved him back into the bullpen, and I'm sitting here watching them play. Somebody like, told us he was their Friday guy the first series, right? Is that maybe. what? Or was it last year? He should probably still be um, their Friday guy. He's been their best guy by yeah. far. <laughs> he was, like, was he the guy that kind of had the Sinbad-looking earring? There was one guy. I one can't guy tell you didn't pay enough attention to the earring. <laughs> yeah. they, showed, they showed a close-up, and the guy had kind of the Sinbad, kind of long. I saw that. Uh, yeah, I think that was that guy. But anyway, yeah, kind of the Sinbad-style earring. But, uh, uh, yeah, I would say he was definitely their bright spot in their pitching so far. All right, before I move on from that one, I do want to say, guys, I really like Jackson Lucas. I mean, mm-hmm. I know he gave up two runs, four hits, but he just goes out there and he throws the ball over the plate. You can tell he's a competitor. I don't know if you guys have seen seen him live some, you know, where he's got out of some jams. He plays with some emotion. Maybe not quite Evan Justice-esque yet emotion, but he plays with some emotion. I really like him. Uh, also, Derek Smith was a guy that really his, didn't throw – go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say in, in Lucas's defense, though, um, giving up those hits and runs there came promptly after you said – Lucas is mowing him down. I think. Yeah, was, uh, I said. I said Lucas is dealing. Yeah, pretty but much that, immediately after that, in his defense, that it was kind of, kind of, kind of your fault. But they had four hits, and I'm, I'm pretty sure two of the hits off him were infield hits, they, like yes, choppers. Yes, they. That might have been, and I think it is worth saying because the score sometimes lies. That was one of the flukier offensive games I've seen a team have in a while. They had two. RBIs on balls that were hit about six inches, but the turf 
shot those things up 40, 50 feet. So you got Makarevich just sitting there like it's a darn pot fly. It's like an onside kick in football that, you know, hits that first bounce and you're just, you're, you're a sitting duck. Um, I'd say just to add on to your Jackson Lucas thing, I hope like heck that he becomes a fan favorite. Um, that's a guy, you know, he's from the area from Garner. My brother knows him well. Um, says he's just an awesome kid and just a huge state fan. And I don't know that, that, that feels, you know, watching a bunch of NC state sports, that feels a little few and far between sometimes. Like you'll see that kid traveling to San Antonio to watch the state Tennessee basketball game. You know, like he's a, he's a, he's a, he loves NC state. And you can tell, I think by the way he competes, Cal, that you were mentioning, like he's, he wants to win like for the university, not just for himself and for his teammates, which I think is a, a you know, maybe not a unique thing across sports, but it's pretty cool when it happens. Yeah. Very nice to get a stud on your roster that, that the name on the front of the Jersey means a lot to him. Mm-hmm. No so yeah, he threw good. Then Derek Smith, we didn't really see last year, but he only came in, he threw a third of an inning, but I, I did just think it was worth mentioning. I mean, he was 94 and they say he's 94, 95. So another arm that we, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, as the season goes on, he, he finds his way because I mean, it's nice to have 94, 95 at the pin. And then Duden came in. Uh, he got his first win of his college career. He's another kid, I think, that the staff seems to be high on. They've put him in, in some high leverage situations. And uh, another guy that is is exciting uh, came in and got the final two outs and and, and then end up getting credited with the win uh, when we walked it off in the night. Uh, if we go to game one yesterday, I'm just going to read this out to you because it's hard hard to believe. So. We scored 15 runs on seven hits. <laughs> Townsend made no errors. They, their pitchers gave up seven hits, and we scored 15 runs. They walked 16 batters, and they hit four more. So 20 free passes in that game yesterday, 15-4 uh, ball game. Dom Fritton started. Uh, anybody want to talk about Dom a little bit? I mean, he's, he's, he threw 104 pitches in four and two thirds. I think that's a little concerning. Uh, had the five walks. Uh, really, the only pitcher that, that that's thrown so far this weekend that we've seen struggle is still a little bit with command. But what do you ever seeing there? I have a take that I, I I threw it out on on the Inside Pack Sports Boards this morning, and Ethan and I, uh, a podcast buddy, have been kind of workshopping it a little bit. I, I'm not so sure that for this year's team. It wouldn't be a good. It wouldn't be a bad idea to swap uh, Logan Whitaker and Dom Fritton right now. Um, it seems to me, and I, I mean I don't know much, and I know he got to what was 104 pitches uh, yesterday, but it feels like his productivity or his his, his velo, his movement, whatever, kind of starts to drop around that 50, 55, 60 pitch mark. And I know he fought through yesterday, which I think is a good thing, and I'm glad they left him in to face some adversity and try to get out of it, but. I kind of like like Whitaker, and we'll get to him, I'm sure. I thought he was really good yesterday for State in the second game. And he's a big, strong kid, old, fights, throws a lot of strikes. Having two guys in the in your bullpen, in Dom Fritton and Shane Van Dam, that could maybe come in and give you like three incredible innings, pumping their gas and, and throwing their breaking stuff on two different games potentially – I don't hate that idea, and and that's not to say that I don't think Fritton could be really, really good as a starter because I think he can, and I know that's what he wants to do, I'm sure. But for this team, I'm not so sure that wouldn't be a bad you know, thing to explore once we get into conference play. Wesley or Adam? 
Well, I'll go. Yeah, I, I actually, I actually have had some of that that, that same feeling, Alex. You know, we talked about uh, with Andrew Sensen a couple of weeks back, and and I said that was one of the things that I was worried about was whether or not he could go deep in games. Um, but even last year, you know, every when he comes out the first three or four innings, he seems to really come out and cruise a little bit, and then he just hits a wall. And um, you know, he talked about why why hitters struggle against him. He has like this incredible spin rate, so. Uh, on the fastball, uh, you know, what that means, like if a guy, if you've ever heard a guy throws a heavy fastball, there literally are guys that you can play catch with. Uh, back in my days as a bullpen catcher, I got to learn this, but there's guys you can play catch with that when when you catch it, that 90 feels different from one guy than another. Than another. Like some guys, it feels like it's going to knock the glove off your hand or knock the bat out of your hand. And it's the guys that have the really high spin rate. And Don Fritton's one of those guys, which, I think probably does play pretty good uh, out of the bullpen. You know, you, you see somebody different that, it, you know, it feels different, looks different. The ball rides a little longer. Um, and I, I I don't hate that idea at all because I, I, I thought, like you said, Logan Whitaker looked really good. He's a veteran. He's about as old as uh, we are. <laughs> Is he on the 2018 team? Like, I, that, that's going back, man. I think so. I think he's gone through a couple of presidential administrations. He's uh, <laughs> he's gone. He was at state before people had ever heard of COVID. You know, he's been around a while. But yeah, yeah. so Witt comes in yesterday, six innings, five hits, four strikeouts, no walks, no runs. I mean, just a guy that eats innings. You know, that's what he did last year. And he's, you know, there's some frustration sometimes with Witt where, you know, it seems like. In the ACC last year, he'd give up a home run here and there. But the one thing he does is he pounds the zone. And guys that pound the zone, they're the kind of guys that can go out and give up five or six runs and still throw seven innings because his pitch count doesn't get, you know, too elevated because he just he just stays in the zone. And, you know, I, I kind of like that idea if, if we were to, to make some changes in the pen. I think – or in a rotation, I think today, too, what we see from Marone uh, might um, – you know, that that's probably the next part of that. You know, what does he look like today? Does he look like he's ready to be a starter for the next 15 weeks or are we still on the fence about him? But I think Whitaker 100% can be a guy that we move to the rotation and, um, and, and gives us a boost. I saw you nodding your head, Adam. Well, I was going to say, I was thinking back to that. Uh, I don't know if y'all, paid much attention that picture i think the the baseball twitter account posted that one that i shared with y'all the one of dom stretched out i mean the, my guy's got his shin on the mound you know on the dirt on the mound on this follow-through i mean just uh incredible looking mechanics you know um so I, i'm excited to, for him to hopefully you know work through some of the command issues if you want to call it that um and I, I you know the comment i think was made um or maybe it was a different game i was watching yesterday but you know like when a when when you're getting or i think it was this game when you're getting calls right or when you're when you're when you're really working the zone this was on a this particular instance i think was on a on a 3-0 count and the, you know the it was called ball four, but you know, the, 
one of the announcers mentioned, you know, hey, if this is a one-two count or two-two count, then that's probably strike three, you know. But you gotta you gotta work the zone a little bit more or a little closer to get those calls. And and I think that you know, obviously, that comes with maturity and 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 being able to control the control your pitches a little bit better. But I, I think there was some. I think there were you know, and you look, you know, in college, the uh, umpiring is, you know very it, it it varies a lot you know from 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 staff to staff and so i think um i think you know there was a couple of walks that you know were really really close that could have gone either way but you can make that argument anytime i guess but i i really hope he gets it worked out i think you know something that we talked about talking about the the potential switch with with him and him and wit you brought that question up to uh to uh, Andrew Sinson, Cal, about, you know, what does the, you know, just from his time being around the game, like what does that workout regimen or preseason regimen look like, you know, for a guy that's going to be a bullpen guy versus a guy that's going to be uh, an every week starter, you know, and, and obviously I don't know the answer to that, but I think it is worth considering, but hopefully, uh, hopefully Marone comes out today and looks good and uh, we can be, you know, happy with having him um, as that every week starter. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping so. And then, and again, it's a good problem to have, Alex, like you mentioned with uh, with Dom and Wid. If if it does come down to that, so yeah, I think we'll I see. think by all all accounts, we we kind of figured it was going to be. You know, uh, two months ago, we thought that we were going to be Sam Highfield, Matt Willits, and Dom Fritton. Uh, and I saw Matt yesterday after the game. I actually talked to him a minute. Um, uh, Matt, Matt's a, a good young man and, uh, we've got to know him a little bit and I saw him in sweats after the game, asked him how he was doing. And, uh, you know, he said he's having fun, but it's hard. I, you know, I, he had a lot taken away from him here coming back for his fifth year and a guy that has probably thrown as many innings as anyone on our, on our team, uh, over the last four years. I mean, he's a guy that will go out and eat innings, uh, and won a, a game in Omaha. Yeah, won a game in Omaha, and a, and a guy having to go out and replace that is not is uh, not easy, and it's, it's something we're working our way through. So uh, that'll be something to keep an eye on what what we do with the rotation next week. So let's talk Boston College a little bit. Uh, Boston College is actually playing VCU today. Be interesting to see uh, what they uh, what they do uh, against VCU today. They're six and two right now, um, so going to be our first ACC matchup uh when you guys think boston college i'm going to go round robin here when you think boston college baseball because we've watched them for a few years now <clears throat> lost lost some games we we've been really frustrated uh afterwards uh when you think boston college baseball uh what do you think wesley i'll start with you i, I just feel like whether it's baseball basketball football if we're ever playing in chestnut hill i think loss <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, I, I think it's uh, it works to our advantage to have them at home. Um, you know, I think fundamentally Boston College is always a really good team because they never really have the you know the superstars or all Americans uh, coming in from from high school, right? So they're gonna generally be what I would probably figure an older team. And I have not looked at their roster to verify that, but I mean, I have all all ideas. Boston College would be a solid team, but also a a series that we should win. Um, and then back to Alex's point with uh, Whitaker, 
I don't see how, you know, how well he pitched yesterday and how in command he was and the confidence he had, how he can't be a starter at least one day next weekend. I don't, I don't see how that would be the case, not be the case. Adam, Boston College Baseball. Let us have it. Yeah, I, I think back when I think uh, – We have lost your sound. Boston College. Well, I've lost your sound. Uh, I don't know. Do you have me now? Adam, I'm going to – I knew it might happen. <laughs> yeah, how Is about right? now? There yeah, we I got are. you. Yep. Can you hear me now? Okay. We can hear you. <laughs> Leave it in. No, I was just going <laughs> to say – yeah, I was going to say when I think back to uh, Boston College Baseball, I guess it was at last year when we played up there when they had uh, Trot on. Um, yes. That was at, that was at um, we played at, was it last year we played at Fenway? Had the uh, the ALS game? I don't think it was at Fenway. I do think they played an ALS matchup, though. There was, uh, okay. there was one that wasn't on TV. We had to listen to Andrew call the game on radio. and, and uh, That's right. The Sunday was a doubleheader. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, um, I guess I was thinking about that when they had Trot on, you know, and him talking about, you know, you know that oh four. I think it was the oh four Red Sox team and and that sort of thing. So, I guess I don't have a lot of thoughts on on BC. I kind of agree with, with Wesley's sentiment. I I have been to Chestnut Hill twice. I have not seen us win a sporting event there. <laughs> so uh, I'm still uh, looking for that uh, first opportunity to do that. I was going to make a comment, though, about these, you know, and seeing some this weekend, um, again, you know, thinking back to these uh, these kind of pre-conference tournaments that are going on, you know. Uh, I know the one that, you know, Florida State was in in Greenville and, and some of these other ones as well. I'm, kind, I'm, still, I'm still kind of jealous of that. I mean, obviously, our team got the trip to Hawaii, which means a lot for them, and I'm sure it'll create a lot of lasting memories, but, uh, man, these, uh, these kind of preseason round robin weekend tournaments are fun and, and seem like a lot of good experience too, um, versus, uh, running out there against Queens and Towson this week. But, uh, so yeah. I would just say, um, didn't we go to Minnesota? Was that 2020? I think we played, oh, yeah, we played inside stadium. I think that's probably yeah. the last time they did that. I, I'm, I'm with you. Like the, uh, What's going on right now? Is it still Minute Maid Park, I guess, in Houston, I think? That's where LSU Correct. and uh, Texas played the other night. Yeah. Yeah, really cool. I think ECU's doing yeah, the, that... Leclerc, the Leclerc Classic uh, with Fullerton, Cal State Fullerton, ECU, and I don't know who else. <laughs> yeah, I think that, uh, that, yeah. that series up there is where I want to say when we went up to Minnesota, it's where uh, Patrick Bailey, I think, might have hit a couple of grand slams up there. He, um, he was coming. I, I remember y'all's first episode with Andrews. He said that uh, Pat probably would have broken his grand slam record if they, they kept playing. Yep. It also right. probably is what made Nick Sweeney a top 75 draft pick. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. remember the start of that year. <sighs> oh, My man, man was lights out. Like that, nobody was hitting him. That. Darn two year stretch for the Wolfpack might be my biggest what if as a, as an NC State fan. <laughs> yeah, they, that, they could have back to back to Omaha, and I, they, we're we're going to win in twenty twenty. I don't mean to derail, but oof, hurts. Well, I, teams. You know, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to tell Alex about uh, Cal and I went to uh, Starkville that that fall for the Mississippi State football game, and they had um, like a Team USA. 
wasn't it like a Team USA baseball celebration or something, Cal? Um, uh, yeah, because uh, Elliot was there. Avent was there, yeah. Yeah, Avent was there, and, and um, they, you know, announced him, and they had a, you know, all-around startable that weekend. They had a bunch of uh, – there was actually kind of a coffee shop right across from the from the hotel we were staying at that had a uh, – their, their sign out front that said something like welcome to the co-national champs or something like that college World series co-national champs but uh we we, we ran in the, the coach event after the the football game and we're talking to him about you know omaha and everything and he made the comment he said i'll never forget this he said there may have been a better team in america presumably talking about arkansas who we had already beat he said but they weren't in omaha and <laughs> um and I'll never forget that. That one hurts. It's a, a dark day. Uh, no, nah, man, Boston College baseball, I think back to that series last I think that's that, that one stands out to me along with the ECU game in Greenville as maybe the worst defensive performance State's oh. thrown out on a baseball field. I, and I, I, if I remember correctly, and it's, it's hard to, to go box score check it, but because the the errors were not counted as errors – um, because there were just balls dropped, you know, miscommunications between, I, I think Carter, poor Carter Trice was out there in left field, Peyton Green at shortstop, just miscommunicating a ton of third outs, just misplayed and innings continued. Um, remember that daggum third baseman? I think they still have him. Nick Wayne was hitting bombs on us. Yeah. Um, I just, it, it, I tell you, man, like, it, it, and when you start forward looking a little bit here with, with state's schedule, like I know we, we would have. I'm, I agree completely that I think it'd be pretty sick to go play some some really good teams in some some of these tournaments. State's about to play some really darn good teams coming up. So I, I, I'm not going to say this is. I don't think any 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 weekend in the ACC is never a must like sweep. I, I don't think that's the case. But with what State has down the road here, it, it'd be. It feels pretty important to at least get two, and and you kind of want to set yourself up by getting three. Just because, I mean, Georgia Tech swinging a hot bat. We know Duke's pretty good, even though they struggled a little bit against Akron, like you mentioned. And it does not get any easier the rest of the way with midweeks or conference opponents. Yeah, I would say that uh, you talk Boston College. Uh, I remember that last year. Now I, I'm sure that our group text at the time was something like me fussing about, my God, this pitcher's transferred from a Division three school and. Some kid I've never heard for heard of is you know hit a couple bombs and like you said we were kicking it all over the place but yeah when I think Boston College I just always think like tough gritty just gonna they're just always hard to beat like you 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 don't they're not beat until they about stop breathing like the football game a couple of years ago which God the Drake Thomas pass interference one of the worst calls mm-hmm. I've ever seen in person Cursed. in my life but. But you, if you don't put them away, they just they just keep coming at you, keep coming at you. So no, I agree. I think it's going to be a a big series. Uh, we we I would definitely love to win three, but I'm with you, Alex. Definitely need to to win two. Um, and uh, I think hopefully uh, we can get our ACC season off on the right foot. Yeah, looking at this, <clears throat> I don't think they've played a home game yet. I think they had one scheduled in late February against Maine. It got postponed. Um, but they've been travel. I mean, obviously that that happens with college baseball with teams from the Northeast trying to get south in February. But you know, typically you kind of feel like you got. And, and state should have an advantage being the home team. Obviously, you know, 
your own ballpark, your own routine, but this won't be Boston. This won't be new blood for Boston college. Like they've, they're used to traveling. So. Yeah. So six and two baseball team, uh, maybe seven and two after today should be a good matchup next week at the dope. Um, we got Winthrop in Winthrop in the midweek. Not going to talk about them a whole lot. They're four and seven. Uh, they're, they did lose last week to Queens. Uh, so by all accounts, a game that we should win. So we're ho- hopefully, uh, we're going into the Boston College next series next weekend at ten and two. Um, before we check off and check out of here, um, do want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Waters and Mathis CPAs. If you want to pack your pockets with tax savings, visit wmcpas.com. Wmcpas.com. And before we leave, uh, we need to do our our our. Social media update. We're never giving another thousand bucks. We're stuck. We're like at 111 Twitter followers. Like we got a lot of people that are listening or maybe like maybe me and Adam and our wives are listening like six or seven times. I don't know. <laughs> but we got we got a lot more listeners than we do Twitter followers. Uh, so please give us a follow on the Twitter slash X at, at Pack Homer Pod. Our Instagram is up and running now. Uh we we're only at 58 followers there, but it's catching Twitter quick. So I really would love you to support us. Give us five star rating on, on whatever platform you're listening on and uh, give us some follows and some retweets. We're trying to trying to get the word out. We're in, we're kind of in a, a space that, that no one else is in uh, sitting around talking pack baseball for uh, 30 to 45 minutes, even a, even an hour, some weeks. So please do that. And, before we get out, Alex, thank you for joining us. Um, hope you'll come back on again. We really enjoy whenever you, you want. Being you with guys us. are great. Look, people, if you if you made it this far and you're not you're not consistently listening to this podcast, you you nailed it. You're the only guys that are dedicated to just talking NC State baseball. We'll throw it on, you know, once every other week or so on IPS, and we're watching. But it's it's nice having a uh, a place to get some some content that's that's not my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> Adam West, any final thoughts? Uh, look, look forward to this week. I'm going to actually go to Brooksfield and watch uh, BC and UNCW on Tuesday night. Um, so get get an early preview of what BC's got uh, for this upcoming weekend. Fill us in on the group text. Adam? Yeah, no, I was just going to say, Alex, thanks for coming on. We enjoyed it. Uh, it's uh, it's nice to, to have guests. We think it adds a lot, uh, especially since we don't know most time what we're talking about anyway so we appreciate the uh, we appreciate the insight and that was pretty awesome uh comment about um you watched all the innings since 2020 i'm pretty jealous i'm i'm trying to watch more and more one one more comment i was gonna make i forgot earlier sorry to backtrack so far um we obviously don't really know because we didn't get to watch many of the hawaii games but i was checking the box scores from those games this week and it said that uh, attendance was like 3,500? Did y'all see that? Um, I didn't see it. Are yeah, we showing anyway, town? I know. That's <laughs> what I was saying. I was like, the, the attendance was like 35, 3,600 at those games. You're talking about, you know, Hawaii going to be a pretty good series. And if they're getting that kind of fan support, I would I would imagine so. But anyway, I, that was one that was one thought I meant to bring up earlier. So, Yeah, we had 2,500 yesterday. At a doke on a perfect day. So y'all get out there and support the pack. We need all the help we can get. Big ACC series this week. Uh, and then the last thing I'd, I'd say, uh, too, before um, we leave, uh, 
Uh, Alex Sosa, I wanted to just make note of. Uh, I think a lot of we've got a lot of questions about Alex Sosa because I guess folks think we're maybe more in the know than we are. But I do want to let you know that uh, Alex is not uh, in trouble or anything, but I think he's been dealing with a sickness and should be back soon is what I've heard yesterday at the ballpark. I don't know exactly when that will be, but definitely look forward to getting Alex Sosa back in the lineup. I don't mean to extend this, but I'm, I'm – th- we got some darn good young catchers, man. I mean, the fact that a guy who turned down, you know, top 10, top 10 round money in the MLB draft with, with Sosa has been out and you just throw in Drew Lanfear and he's been hitting is, I mean, he's been hitting as good as anybody in the lineup has. I mean, that's yeah. exciting stuff. It's no, a problem, no, think, man. We keep, think, we got to teach these guys how to play second and third base or something <laughs> so they don't leave. Kozar heard the uh, heard the uh, the jokes yesterday, though. I think he tried to settle the score a little bit. So hitting uh, halfway up the scoreboard, my, man. My man was bombing him. So yeah. <laughs> oh, and get well soon, Chris Hart, because Kozar also apparently put one right off his foot, and he's been he's been down for the count <laughs> too. Oh wow, yeah. I was wondering why we had a sub over there at uh, third base yesterday. <laughs> well, we had some vintage had some vintage Elliot Avent coaching third base in the first game. I think he was out there slinging some signs, man. So, yeah, I hope, I hope those guys all get well. Look forward to getting them back in the lineup. Hit a lot of home runs this weekend. Hope we keep doing that. Uh, it was pretty cool to see little Luke hit one. Uh, he was batting behind his brother yesterday, uh, behind Chase. Was, I, I know that's got to be really cool for a baseball guy like Trot Nixon to have his two boys batting back-to-back in an ACC lineup. So, looking forward to this week, guys. Appreciate you for joining us. Uh, I'm going to try to get the music right this week, and uh, we will talk again soon. Mm-hmm.